money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Okay, great. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm all by myself because Reb's ready to talk money, but I get to go first. So there we go. Well, we got a lot of housekeeping stuff mm, to do. Yeah. First off. So there's lots of fun and exciting things. So first off, it is September 10th, a 20th anniversary of 9-11. So um, that happens on... Uh, on 9-11. Well, tomorrow on Saturday, <laughs> right? So keep that in mind. And, and again, that's uh, hard to imagine. 20 years ago. So what an impact that is. Um, so that's I was just thing. expecting hope. Yeah. Just We just found out I was expecting hope. So yeah, on that day, our, I bet you everybody our remembers. Our third oldest. Yes. Yeah, where yeah. everyone remembers where they were that day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Often. So, yeah. Okay, so next. What's next, second? Next, next um, the show sponsor. So uh, <laughs> notmine.ca. We... We have some wonderful friends, uh, and if you've been listening to the podcast or the show, then you know that we get we get help. We get to share the the the, the help and the hope with uh, friends of ours. So, notmine.ca is sponsoring the show. We want to thank the the entire crew, of course, at today, Financial Discipleship Canada. And yes. today, and today we have we get Ray our with us, we so. get our, one of our favorite guys <laughs> yes. in the whole world. So, so Ray is with us. So we can say thank you, right? Like to Ray, like. Like here it is, right? So we <laughs> thanks, Ray. That, so. Thanks for sponsoring yeah. the show this month. That's right. yeah. um, so that's number two. Number three, um, just segueing into, you can find the show at notline.ca, more than enough.ca, chri.ca, Spotify, YouTube, a whole bunch of other podcasting platforms. Not YouTube yet. We don't put it on there enough. Okay, Reb keeps correcting me on I know. that. Um, iTunes. iTunes. You just slipped the wrong word. Anyway, keep going. Yes, we do have some on YouTube, but if you want to go to YouTube and check out the More Than Enough YouTube channel. No, it's you will Let's get, Talk Money with Dave and Reb. No, That's no, where the they go. The More Than Enough YouTube channel has our um, financial fitness seminar. No, the Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb has it. Okay, if you tell me that. <laughs> Check it out. I, I check it out. I, I go, you guys, out. you go, so, guys, go to okay. Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. You will find the two financial fitness seminars. I promise. Okay. Because I send them well, out to people. We're going to have to put them on the More Than Enough site because mm. they're just not in the right place. Okay. So. Well, it'll be a great discovery. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. See, this is, apparently, this is this is why people like the show because <laughs> I correct you. you apparently, keep me this in is line, the favorite so. thing that women come and tell me. I love how you correct your husband on the show. It's okay. great. And <laughs> anyway, I, I won't even comment on that. So. <laughs> Next. Next, okay, I've written a book. And if you want to pre-order the book, and Ray has read the whole thing, and Dave has read the whole thing, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so... So it's Ray and Dave approved. Ray and Uh, Dave approved. He's got a stamp of approval on there. So you can go to more than enough... More than... Sorry. More than enough books. Dot com. Yep. And pre-order the book. And you should have it in your hand or or on your computer by December 1st. Is it more than an 
more than enough books.com or .ca? No, it's well, it'll be both, I think. Okay. Yeah, it should be. You just I go stand look. to be corrected. Cage, if you can't find it, just send me an email. Anyway, I've written a book, Cultivating yes. Trust. Finding God's hope and freedom for your finances. So, mm-hmm. yeah. We're very excited about that. I'm we are very to, excited. For those of you who have never been married to somebody who Has r- is writing a book, a book um, it's happy to have my wife back. Uh, it seems like she's been <laughs> that somewhere else. That is so else. not uh, true. Oh, it is very true. It is so. not true. Okay, we're just going to, you're just feisty today. You're just getting my goat. Okay. So how do you feel about that? <laughs> all right, all right. So, you guys but are it is nice up to have you today. back, Rebecca. I, yeah, I'm, so, I have uh, not been away. Okay. Anyway, that's another discussion. Info- okay, next. So. The the topic of today's show. Thank you for being here, Ray. <laughs> oh, be my with you goodness. Again. Uh, anyway, one of these days I'm going to get Ray to interview me about the book. So mm-hmm. um, that, that will be to come yet. Anyway, okay, September 10th. We're here. The show today is called Banking on the Future. Mm-hmm. That means all kinds of things. And we thought we would tackle the discussion about what we often see, and I don't know if Ray sees this in his discussions with folks um, through uh, notmine.ca, but we are discovering that we as a people, even God's church, uh, bank on tomorrow. So we anticipate uh, inheritance, we anticipate a bank loan to do renovations on our house, or to buy a car, or whatever we're doing or we're banking on the future that there'll be some big reset globally and the banks will wipe out all our debt and therefore we don't have to take care of our finances today because Mm -hmm. we're hoping that somebody Mm -hmm. presses a button and wipes out the global debt Mm -hmm. so we've heard that one too and we've seen some folks Mm -hmm. doing their finances accordingly so we thought we'd have a conversation about banking on the future and and the timing of that is is, again we started by just (coughs) referencing 9-11 and saying you know who would have thought on this day 20 years ago the day before 9-11 nobody was thinking that the there would be you know a kind of a a disaster with the two towers and all that happened at 9-11 I mean, people were just going on with their day, making plans for the future, and and you know, and the next day, things changed dramatically, right? As you referenced, Reb, the most of us remember where well, we were. Well, and our last day. two years have changed mm-hmm. dramatically mm-hmm. with the I was, pandemic. I was, man, so. you, you beat me to it. I okay. was just going to say, and guess what? We we experienced COVID, and okay, again, I won't speak, so. and you no, guys no, can you're speak. way ahead of me. It's just so good <laughs> that we're so in sync, right? So. <laughs> But but just putting that in context and saying, you know, the speed and when we pull that into our personal finance, when we pull that in, scripture has a lot to say about presuming on the future, it has a lot to say about what's going to happen tomorrow. Um, and, you know, whether it's Christ saying, you know, in Matthew, don't worry about tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow has enough problems of its own. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, whether it's Christ saying that or whether it's, uh, um, you know some of the proverbs that we that we know that say just simply hey uh let's take care of today and 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 live in today whether it's in our money or whether that's in in our, our uh, it doesn't mean that we shouldn't plan it doesn't mean again the proverbs is really clear clear the prudent man makes plans but then god orders the steps and we allow god mm-hmm. to, to work in that so you know in the in this um we don't want to say okay well we're not going to presume on the future which means we shouldn't plan 
no, we actually need to kind of put some plans in place, especially when we're talking about finances. Do you want me to share the verses, Rab? Is that well, just you? Proverbs 27, verse 1. That's yeah. the one that we were really talking about at home. Yeah, and that's so Proverbs 27, verse 1 says, Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what the day may bring. And, uh, you know, so many of us, you know, hey, we're going to go out. And, and again, I just think of the New Testament verses, you know, we're going to go out. We're going to do this. And we're going to do that. That's what James says. And, and we're going to make some money and we're going to do some business. And to be honest, that's a little presumptuous. <laughs> Actually, the Lord says. says, well, he says it's arrogance yeah. to boast about tomorrow. But I don't know, uh, Ray, I had sent you some of these thoughts and I don't know what's percolating in you about um, banking on the future or what you've seen in folks. You know, I, um, as you mentioned, I thought, boy, that's a profound topic because I think sometimes we do it consciously, sometimes we do it unconsciously. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think people are, you know, I think they haven't been as attentive to their finances uh, with us an eye to a possible rainy day, so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, when things could shift radically. Um, we all know that we're in the pandemic, um, have been, you know, mm-hmm. for a year and a half and beyond at this point and with no sight and end. And so what does that look like? It, I think it is starting to impact people and people are looking for ways out, mm-hmm. so to speak. And, um, and being tenacious in some senses and persevering. In terms of actually taking the hard road and saying, okay, I need to really work and pull at this point. But I, you know, when you said that banking on the future, even that whole sense of the global reset, which we're hearing buzzing around all the time at this point, and whether there's truth to it or not, I don't think that's where we want to park. But the reality of it is looking at, uh, you know, another scripture came to mind was 1 Corinthians uh, 3. Uh, 18 and says, let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you seems to be wise in this age, let him become a fool that he may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God, for it is written, he catches the wise in their own craftiness. Mm. And I thought, Lord, you know what? I think we need to hold each other but careful. Don't be deceived into that right now. We just says that scripture you said from Proverbs 27, do not boast you're going to do A, B, and C, because that could just shift so radically, so quickly. Um, and yeah. what? And, and James goes further to say that's yes. evil, right? So, I mean, Reb, Reb kind of mentioned James talks about it, that boast being arrogant, but he also, the next word line in, in James chapter four is, is that boasting, all such boasting like that is evil. And, you know, again, you, we think, what? That's evil? Like that that's extreme, James. Well <laughs> maybe it's not so extreme when we see that, right? So yeah. Well actually the footnotes in my scripture actually talk about it as being in an affair with the world, wow. a flirtation with the world. Wow. Yeah. And I thought, you know what, that's really true. You buy in I mean, are we walking under the kingdom of God principles or are we walking in worldly mm-hmm. understanding? And I think this is so key to <clears throat> Um, you know, when we talk about integrating God into our finances and, and who are we listening to? You know, we, we sometimes listen to the, 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 the world and we go, boy, that just makes sense. Like that, you know, the math kind of works. It, it makes sense. And that doesn't necessarily mean that that's a checkbox to say, yes, let's go ahead and do this or do that or do that. We need to always come back to say, 
Okay, uh, and again, Ray, you referenced those verses where the you know the wisdom of the world may seem right, but guess what? Uh, it's it's not, and and God wants us to come to Him and say, "All right, let's bring this decision, uh, let's bring this plan, let's bring this thing that we we think we want to do in the future, and and let's bring it into God and say, "Okay, God, what do you say?" Uh, because God, uh, again, I love the Old Testament for watching the, how God leads the Israelite nation in so many ways. And, you know, every time they come to him and say, okay, Lord, show us, God says, well, we're going to do it this way. And it was not the way <laughs> that maybe mm-hmm. made sense. I think of crossing the Jordan River and, and right away they're, they're going to take the, the promised land. And right away, God says, okay, first thing you're going to do is circumcise yourself to me. That's the physical circumcision. The second thing you're going to do is walk around Jericho for seven days with your trumpet. I mean, that's not exactly the battle plan that would make sense. And yet here it is. That's God's plan and and God's way of doing it. And in our finances as well. Uh, so you're bringing up a whole bunch of things uh, as <laughs> as we as we often oh, yeah. do. I I mean I guess anyone who's listening to us for the first time, this is how our conversations go at home, mm. actually. So, um, and I always feel like haven't have to have a notepad when I'm around Dave. Um, but what does it mean to bank on the future? Let's just define it mm. so people understand what we mean. So I mean I think just. Uh, we have to put a little bit of context. So, for example, if I'm planning a renovation, um, let's just use something really practical because everybody's doing a renovation right now. And I'm planning a renovation and you go, OK, well, the f- I went and got an estimate and, and here's how much it's estimated to cost, you know, five thousand dollars. Let's just pick a number. And then we look in our bank account and we don't have the five thousand dollars to pay for that renovation before we start then we go, okay, there, there's some presumptions there that if I move ahead and, and sign the, the estimate to say, yes, let's go ahead, and I don't have the $5,000 in my bank account, I'm presuming that somewhere along the line, I'm going to get $5,000 between the time that they start and the time that they end, right, the, the renovation. So how do we, you know, that's that's presuming on the future in that context. So you're making a plan to spend money today that you don't have. And, and I think and, it's important that you hope, commit to it. Okay, that, that okay, a, you commit to, to the it. expense. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ray, what would you say? So, because part of that is often we think, well, I've got my credit line or my credit card that I can just put the $5,000 expense on. But how would you define banking on the future? Uh, you know, uh, the words that came to mind is you're developing a plan to address whatever issue it is, whether it's, you know, to do uh, renovations, that kind of stuff. So then you put your trust in the plan, you put your hope in the plan, and you make presumptions mm-hmm. that A, B, and C will happen, whether the bank or the line of credit, all that kind of stuff comes all together. And to some degree, the question came to me was, is that fantasy thinking? Because mm-hmm. it's not really based on any reality or wisdom or insight from the Lord, as you just talked about the strategy of the Lord. So um, are we developing our own plans uh, without asking the Lord mm-hmm. and um, banking on what we think might be possibilities? People have overextended themselves and continue to still plan this way. So I want to flip that a little bit just to give that the contrast Mm-hmm. So if we if we are living in it from a, a stewardship standpoint where we're saying, 
you know, Lord, I'm actually waiting on you to give me the plan. And so when I think of, oh, there's a renovation here, Lord, first of all, is that idea from you? Uh, like, you know, are you giving me a plan? Because then as a steward, when the directive comes from God and says, hey, it's time to do a renovation in your house. Um, and that actually, you know, is kind of how the Lord's speaking to you about it. Then you're now no longer presuming on the future. You're actually just following the plan of the Lord. You're just listening to the word of the Lord for you for that situation. And we go, okay, now, Lord, how do we do that? Uh, and again, I'm going to reference the Israelite nation. They're in slavery for 400 years, asking to be released from, from Egypt. And finally, God says to Moses, now, I'm going to send you to deliver my people. And then the things start happening and God starts lining up and God starts releasing the people in his way and, and the way that he does it. And we can use that same example here is just say, okay, Lord, if you know, we see the need, there, there's a need there for a renovation. I'm just going to pick on that one, the renovation. Lord, is, is this our plan? Is this your plan? What's your timing on this? Can we, can we have a discussion first? And then when the Lord says, okay, now it's time to do that. Then we go, okay, Lord, how do we do that? And mm -hmm. each step along the way, we're asking the Lord how to do that. If there's not enough money in the bank, Lord, how, how do we get some more money in the bank? Because we know your word says that we need to avoid debt. We know that you don't work from a position of debt. So if you have a plan to do a renovation, then you're going to supply. Now, I got to figure out what it is. Is Do I need to go to work and, and work a couple extra shifts to get some extra money? Is that what you're saying, Lord? Or do you have a different plan? So here's the question. Are we, so one is we need to ask ourselves, are we presuming on the future? Mm -hmm. You know, are we counting on it? Have we, have we, you know, are we believing in the global reset? So let's just spend out the wazoo on our credit lines, max everything up. And I guess it goes back to my thought that I asked Dave at the beginning of the pandemic. Well, what do we tell people now? Now, because people would come to us and say, now what? And Dave just reminded me so clearly, the word of God doesn't change. So what are we supposed to be doing today? I don't know if you can speak to that, Ray. Well, because one of the other scriptures that came to me was Psalm twenty five fourteen about mm. walking in the fear of the Lord. If we've given our finances over to the Lord and he's Lord of our finances, then we're going to seek his leading and direction and we won't step out of that. So, I think, you know, I think of the, the parable of the ten virgins. Yeah. Um, the midnight hour is approaching. You hear that all around. So, what are you doing in this moment of time to be wise stewards as to what the Lord yeah. has asked you to do? Are you walking in that fear of the Lord? Are you walking with a sense of accountability before the Lord and saying, Lord, this is your money you entrusted to me, so I want to be, mm -hmm. be managing mm -hmm. this while not presuming on tomorrow? Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, with that kind of understanding in the back of your mind. So there isn't that banking on the future, thinking, okay, that's just going to be – looked after mm -hmm. so i can do whatever i want mm. well i you mentioned egypt so i i use these verses in our unleash program often when we talk about because we have a um, a workshop where we talk about the kingdom of egypt and the kingdom of god and we use that image of egypt because it's such a great image and what mm -hmm. the israelites walk through and in isaiah 31 god says clearly Woe to those who go down to Egypt for help and rely on horses who trust in chariots because they are many and in horsemen because they are very strong. 
but who do not look to the Holy One of Israel, nor seek the Lord. Now the Egyptians are men and not God, and their horses are flesh and not spirit. When the Lord stretches out his hand, both he who helps will fall, and he who is helped will fall down. They will all will perish together. Now that's not a very nice thought, but it's a great warning mm-hmm. to me. And First mm-hmm. John echoes that same warning because he says, "If you love the world and the things of the world, the you lust of the, the flesh, yep. the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life." You don't have the love of the Father in you, but of the world. The world is passing away and the lust of it, but he who does the will of God abides forever. The, like, this is serious stuff. Like, it, and, and then, you know, kind of going all the way back to Luke 11, where, where Jesus is talking about, you know, the eye is the, the, the lamp of the body. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, again, how much of this financial part starts with our eyes it, we look around and we go oh i'm, I'm not satisfied or, or content with the, the 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 what our home looks like so i'm picking on renovations today so we're going to do a renovation well we did just do a renovation go, you know, uh, fyi we, we did do one <laughs> yeah. this year yeah okay. so uh, you know but, but just recognizing <laughs> that you know that whole idea that the eye is the lamp uh you know or or kind of is that place where where it starts when we talk about plans and and jesus is clearly saying so where are your eyes focused like are they focused on christ are they focused on god are you taking your cues from the the and again just going back to what you just read reb you know are we focused on Egypt? Are we focused on the horses and the chariots and the, the, the strength that's there? Are we focused in on our ability to do our, our work and generate income? Um, or are we focused in on the Lord to listen to his voice to say, okay, so what are you saying in this time? Uh, you know, And, and those verses um, about the eye of the, that's a whole other story, but I actually wrote about it in the book because I had learned some stuff about there, so I won't give it away, but. Um, <laughs> read the book. <laughs> uh, Matthew, it's Matthew six twenty two and 23, if you want to go read it. They're very curious verses, but it's actually also back in the day, they thought that your, the, your sight came from inside of you. Mm. So what kind of communion are you, um, uh, I'm going to use the word cultivating because that's in my head, but yeah. what kind of word communion are we cultivating inwardly so that when we look outward, we're actually looking and seeking the Lord and not the ways of the world? I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, Ray. Well, in, in some senses, <laughs> it filters it, right? <laughs> when you're watching that kind of thing, I mean, when you talk about the eye, it's like, what, how much energy are you spending kind of dreaming and mm. exploring that, say, a renovation, what you want to do, you know, um, and the dreams of that part? And are you spending all that time or have you even gone back to Lord and said, Lord, you know, this is kind of my heart and dialogue with him, include him in the mm-hmm. process. Um, and um, like you said, Reb, I think that's such a picture you know if if you are feeding your spirit with the word and communing communing with him then that becomes a filter then was that really that important Mm -hmm. is it not is it the timing and how do i then lay you know because the lord's not saying no to renos Mm -hmm. it's just how are you planning well right and how are you doing and 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 the thought because i uh i mentioned to you guys i finally found an sorry Joking. Um, I finally found an article that that says, you know, there are 4,000, at least 4,000 images a day that we're faced with. Yes. So we're bombarded. Like, mm-hmm. I know this is coming across very serious and maybe a little hard. 
but we also understand what we're facing. We're yeah. all, and if we're not, if we're, I actually asked Dave this morning, how many, how many of our clients do you think or people we know are actually spending time in the Word of God? Like you can't judge that, or, or, mm-hmm. but I guess that's why we keep. We're like a broken record on this show. We've been saying it for five years. Your walk with your in your finances is about your relationship with the Lord as a as His follower. Okay, you may not be following Christ, so that's a whole other issue. But if you call yourself a disciple of Jesus, how are you talking to God about your money? Mm-hmm. In this world, we understand what we're up against. Yeah, and I was just thinking, you know, maybe two thoughts. The first is, is you know, the Lord's Prayer. Your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Mm-hmm. Do we really believe that? We all know that prayer. Do we really believe and want to pray that prayer when it comes to, say, your renovation? Lord, your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. I'll do the renovation this week or I'll wait two years uh, because your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. The second one is I want to share a little quick story and, and we're coming to the end. Uh, and that is, uh, I don't know, this is a quite a few years ago, Reb, when... Um, we were in that place of, of transition, uh, kind of before we were in the place of transition, and we got a, a lump sum of money. And we were like, okay, there's 10 grand here that we get to you know, use whatever we want. Like it was, it was money that we were not anticipating or did not, did not know was coming. And we were like, okay, great. You know, and I'm employed and everything. So I, you know, I'm thinking, let's go build a pool. Let's go put a pool in the backyard for the kids, you know, all of that good stuff. And, uh, and we looked at each other and went, but let's go just ask the Lord what he wants to do with that money. Cause obviously he's got a plan for it. And, and as we prayed together, as we did that one simple thing where we just stopped, we paused, we prayed together. And then I don't know, a couple of days later, we looked at each other and went, I think we should save this money. And, we're and, not sure what it's for. We're not sure why. We're not. We don't have all of the questions answered, but so we knew we, we needed to save it. I'm going to interject because I want in the last minute. I want Ray to say, "What does that sound like?" So, if you're going to the Lord and asking Him about your finances, what does it sound like when God speaks and says, "Like, do you hear a voice from heaven? You, you know, do you read it in Scripture? Don't spend the money, like, or spend the money." I, I, you know what? I think it's how you hear from the Lord. And it may be a scripture that the Lord suddenly kind of highlights or a word that he just kind of brings across your path and kind of highlights constantly around that kind of stuff. Like a few times. A like few a, times, you know, okay. that kind you of stuff. like your wife? Yeah, yeah, I may. Yes. As my one friend says, Holy Spirit with skirt on. Uh, and then the other thing is just, you know, um, it could be a dream or um, the Lord just kind of shifts your thinking. You find yourself thinking about something that you hadn't thought about and you need to realize, okay, my thinking has kind of shifted a little bit. I need to explore, Lord, is this you? And wow. just asking him. Yeah. Th- I wanted to leave us with those thoughts because in that case, Dave and I had a sense. So, Lord, I want to thank you for the Holy Spirit that you leave with us to direct us, that you leave us with the sense of w- where we can walk with you. Lord, I pray that we as your people would have an increased desire to walk with you in our finances, to read your word and to talk to you. And I just thank you for this morning and our time together in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, 
Lots of things to think about. I think I'm going to say, you know, not mine.ca, chri.ca, and more than enough.ca is when the podcast is hosted. And of course, on your uh, podcasting platform, because this one we need to listen to again, I think. There's a lot <laughs> in there. Continue. Thank you, Ray, not mine.ca, for sponsoring the show. And thank you for listening. And join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.